No James Harden and Joel Embiid. Tyrese Maxey dominates. And Jaden Springer puts on the show. We'll talk about that more in next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. So the 76ers opened up the preseason tonight. They had their first preseason game against the Boston Celtics, and they lost 114 to 106. Now, the thing about preseason games is, especially the first one, the first and the last one are ones that you really don't put a lot of stock into or actually don't put any stock into any preseason game when it comes down to, like, wins and losses. But a lot of times what you do is you look at these games to just see how, you know, players play individually, right? You want to see who stands out to you, who stood out to you, and some other things. Now, the thing is that this today, you know, and, and it's something that we're always going to talk about is Joel Embiid didn't play in the preseason opener, nor did James Harden. Okay, Furkan Korkmaz didn't play. And 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 also then um, uh, DeAnthony Melton. Now, what Nick Nurse is saying is that he had two guys who were they trying to ramp up their conditioning. One is of course Joel. Now let's just say this: this is Joel's third consecutive season that Joel didn't play in a in a preseason opener. The other person is James. Now, James made his first scrimmage played in his first scrimmage on Saturday right with that being said you kind of knew that he probably wasn't going to play on Sunday however we all know that James has asked and requested a trade so there's a lot of thought going out that well maybe he didn't play because they're going to trade him right maybe this maybe that now the thing is uh, it, it could have been James doing that he didn't want to play. But if I'm the Sixers, and I understand what people are saying, but the Sixers want to get more out of James. I mean, more meaning they want a team to raise the stakes. So the best thing that, for you to do that is to act as if you're not trying to trade James. So you have James play, you have James do a lot of other things, right? That's the best thing. But, you know, right now, you know, you look at it. I'm not feeding too much into Joel Embiid not playing. You know, I'm not, uh, you know, feeding too much into James not playing. I think James does need to get in the, in the shape and conditioning. But I, 
I do feel as if that maybe early on James didn't win the scrimmage. Now they saying that he did. They saying that they want to get him out there, you know, this and that. But, you know, I, I just feel like I'm not really, you know, feeding it this. Now, and the thing is with Furkan, he has a leg strain, right? Nick Nurse doesn't say what it is. And I joked with him and said, you've been in Toronto too long because he's given these hockey injury updates, like a leg strain. Furk wasn't in the locker room, so I didn't see him. But the thing is, when you look at Furkan, you want to say to yourself, like, yo, bruh, you might want to try to handle this. Because as they said, Furkan did look good this week in training camp. He's been doing a lot of things. So you would hate for him to suffer an injury right now because, you know, this is a good time for him to battle for a rotation spot, right? It will be a great time for him to battle for a rotation spot. Um, DeAnthony Melton, they say he's been a little overworked. You look at Melt, you know, Melt's a guy with James being out. You know, he's battling for that second guard spot. You know, he was getting a lot of reps there, like in the backcourt with him and, Tyrese Maxey. So it's one of those things where you, you, you know, you look and you say, okay, give him a day off. He didn't look, you know, he was in the locker room laughing and joking. So you get it just that it's nothing serious with him. And it is true that just want to get him, you know, that day off. Right. So, you know, that that's where we are. And in regards to the James situation, you know, is nothing changed. And it, it's kind of like, yes, he still wants to be traded. It's kind of like, the, the Sixers are saying they're only willing to trade them if they get something that they deem equal value or something to move the, move the needle. They said it would be, uh, paraphrasing, it would be stupid, basically, of them to get rid of them and not get something back in return that they deem as, like, equal value. So you understand that. But, you know, it was this game, the, the game in itself, it shows some, some bright spots. There were some low lights. You know, the thing that really stood out to me was the ball movement and how guys were bringing, how guys were so involved. Now, everyone talked about it all week about how Nick Nurse gets everyone involved. But I'm telling you all, there was a there was a play in in, in particular where PJ Tucker brought the ball up the court. You know, they were posting Tobias Harris up. You know, um, uh, Patrick Beverly was running the point, playing well. I mean, a lot of guys got touches. They all felt like a part of the game. And, um, you know, this is something to, to pay attention to. It really is. And it's one of those things where you look at it and you hope that guys don't abort it. And, you know, whereas guys get a little frustrated and start saying, like, nah, we ain't going to do this. We ain't going to do that. They want to go back to the way they used to play. But, you know, you got to get Maxi more involved. You have to get Tobias involved. You have to let P.J. Tucker get his touches to make him feel like he's involved, right? So, you know, I get it. Joel Embiid is the best player in the league last year. He was the MVP, two-time scoring champion. But I think that getting all these other guys to feel like they are part of the team is going to help the Sixers. And, and we saw some of that, um, you know, Sunday night 
And if they can keep that up, I, I think that they're going to be a pretty good team. I, I really do. Now, again, are they going to be better? Are they going to – do I think that they'll be better than uh, the um, – than the uh, than the Milwaukee Bucks or or um, the Milwaukee Bucks or the Boston Celtics? No, I don't. I don't. But I, I think they'll be solid. Um, so I shouldn't say pretty good. I think they'll be a solid team, decent team. Let me talk to y'all about game time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets for your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last minute deals, all in prices, view from your seat, and their best price guaranteed. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. It really does. I'm telling you, you know, I'm trying to get a ticket for my daughter to go to a game with one of her friends once. And we went to game time and we and we and we made it work out. We we basically did. You know, again, you know, they were accompanied a by an adult, of course. But you know, went there, we made it work out, and and that's all that all you need to do. I'm telling you, last minute. I I you know, I love game time. Now there's other brands that I used to go to, but once I got once I used game time, I was hooked. Why? Because it takes the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app, create an account and use the code locked on nba for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and and, and redeem code locked on nba l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n-m-b-a for 20 dollars off download game time today Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Now, I want to talk to y'all about Tyrese Maxey. I mean, Tyrese Maxey was balling. I'm serious. The guy was balling tonight. You know, Tyrese Maxey ended up with 24 points on nine for 17 um, shooting. He made three three pointers. He won a perfect three. For three from the foul line, he had uh, four rebounds, four assists, right? He had one steal, and he had a block, right? Now, the thing about it is Tyrese, I'm going to be honest with you, there were, in the first half, you know, Tyrese was unstoppable, basically in the first quarter, right? You look at what Tyrese had in the first half, 19 of his points came in the first half, right, on 7 for 11 shooting. But when you look at what he did in the first quarter, you know, Tyrese, he had, I believe, let me let me make sure I get this right because I don't want to mess it up. But I believe he had he had 13. He had 13 of his points in the first quarter on four for six shooting. He was two for four on threes. Now, when you when you look at it, you had Jason Tatum, first team all NBA, Jalen Brown all NBA guard, like, you know, 13. You had Tobias Harris out there. You had Christos Persingas out there. Look, I'm here to tell you, Tyrese Maxey looked like he was the best player out there. He got to the cup. He was hitting three. 
knees. He was shaking and baking people. I mean, they just couldn't stop him at all. And you look at him, and you in last preseason he he was solid. But I'm here to tell you, like this guy just seems like he keeps elevating. And I know people in Philly, you know, everybody loves him. When you talk about him, they always like, man, like we've seen this before. Like, you know, you hype, you know, you're saying this, you're saying he's taking a step forward, but we already know where what he is. Well, he is taking a step forward, you know, because before, he's more decisive now. Um, you know, it, it's like he's doing this, but he's doing it over and over again. And, and I think he's also doing it on big stage. Now, again, this was a preseason game, but it was an ESPN game, right? With that being said, a lot of people were sitting at home and they watched it, you know. Maxie, I feel like he has, even though the, the people in Philadelphia know what he can do, I think that he has a chance to become the most improved player. Now, again, he, he, he stats keep going up each season, and he averaged a lot of points last year. But what I mean is most improved because I think he's going to get the nation's attention this year, this season, and people are going to say he improved. And then they're going to make another step. Now, I'm going to tell you something. There was one thing that I really liked tonight was that Pat Beverly was out there with him, right? So I was expecting to see Maxie do a lot of the ball handling. But as I said before, it was kind of like equal opportunity, this and that. But Pat Bev, I'm telling you, when he had the ball, he got people in the right spots. He was a leader on the floor. He did all those other things. Now, he only had one assist when you think about it, you know, comparable to whereas Maxi had four, Tobias Harris had three. But I'm telling you, he was setting people up the right way. And the one thing about Pat Bev, you know, he brought it, man. He had 12 points on five for seven shooting. He was two for three on threes, right? He had the one assist. He had one rebound. But in 13 minutes, 59 seconds, he was a plus 15, right? He was a game best plus 15. I mean, Pat Bev was out there balling. And to me, I really liked the addition. Before, I was a little bit unsure, but I like it because I'm sitting there and I'm seeing how what Pat Beverly is, he's the guy that as long as he's on your team, you love him. If he's on the opposing team, you hate him. But he was going over there talking to Nick Nurse, knowing what he wanted to do, this and that, relaying messages to his teammates. He was out there leading, really. And the one thing that I saw before the game, a lot of people don't see, is that what Pat Beverly did is when he went to chapel, he had the young guys, the rookies walking with him, taking up. It's kind of like they follow his lead. And I like that. I really do. I really like that a lot when I see that out of a guy. So, you know, I got to give props to Pat Bev for what he did tonight. He really, he really played well, and he also played a lot. Uh, you know, a lot of leadership. You know, he 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 had a lot of leadership. Let's talk about Chase Medical, right? And the Chase case. The Chase case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get it. Chase case 
um, it's fill out as a simple online form. And in some instances, jump on a quick call with one of our board certified physicians. Get ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment related, doctor created, doctor recommended, right? Don't, don't be court unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Jace handles everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultant care, right? That's what y'all need to do. So look, this is what I this is what y'all really need to do. To get $20 off on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Get 20, repeat, get $20 off on life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Now, the star of the game, in my opinion, my opinion, was Jaden Springer. I'm telling y'all, y'all, we talked about how Maxie was unstoppable, and at times he looked he looked really good. I mean, ain't nobody could do anything to him. Let me tell you this, man. Jaden Springer was out here dunking on dudes. Jaden Springer was out here raining threes. Jaden Springer was out here uh, stealing the ball from people. Jaden Springer was out here blocking shots to brother, right? So when you look at Jaden, Jaden had a heck of a game. I'm telling you, a heck of a game. Now, Jaden Springer finished with 14 points on five for seven shooting. He was two for two on threes. He had five rebounds. He had two assists. He had one steal, and he had a block. Now, it's weird because they gave him two steals at one particular time, and but now on the official book, they have him with one steal. So I, I don't understand that one. Like, maybe they went back and looked at it, but he had two steals um, according to the the fish i mean the the this is the official book but according to the book that um was going on during the game right but i'm telling you this guy is showing you what he can do you know it got to a point uh nick nurse started him in the second half um it wasn't it, pj tucker was only supposed to play 12 minutes and that's it he played 12, 11 in the, in the first half. So, you know, he got the rest in the second. Now he was going to get the rest in the second, no matter what, but they only won him to play 12. And I'm telling you, um, Jaden Springer looks like somebody who can help the Sixers out this year. Now, again, it was a preseason game, but the dude blocked Jason Tatum's dunk attempt. The dude was dunking on people. The dude was hitting threes. 
like I said, he played a phenomenal game. He was good. He looked like he was a dog. He had that dog in him, that straight dog in him. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Jaden can do because I feel like he can fill a void. He can be a defensive um, specialist for him or, or a three and D, so to speak. He, he brings that energy. He brought it off the bench. You know, it's going to be big things for Jaden this year. And what I mean by big things, I'm not saying like, like I'm talking about Maxi, and, you know, he could be most improved or, or I'm talking about like, you know, just scoring a lot of points. I'm talking about coming in and having a, a key role, a key role for the Sixers. You know, the guy looked like he got stronger, bulked up. I mean, he's still a young dude, right? You know, so, you know, in his third year. So I feel like, you know, he, he can have a role as a, as a quality, um, as a quality guy off the bench, he's 21, you know, he's 21 years of age going into his third year. So, you know, big ups to him and, uh, you know, big up for uh, Maxi. you know, now the big thing is we'll see if Joel and, and um, James Harden plays in the, um, in the, in the, in the next uh, preseason game, which is going to be Wednesday night against the, against the Celtics. It's crazy because that's going to be the Sixers' second preseason game, and it's going to be the Celtics' third. They have a preseason game in Boston tomorrow. But look, I want to thank you guys for listening um, uh, to the podcast. Um, I hope you guys have a blessed day. Now, I want you guys to know that you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast at. It's free and available. And also, you could go to our YouTube channel, Locked On 76ers YouTube, and, want, and, and watch us. And when you do that, click on the Liberty Bell and, and, and make sure you like us, right? When you click on the Liberty Bell, you become a new subscriber. And then also, what happens is you get notified when the next podcast comes out, all right? But thank you, and have a blessed day.